Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome in. It's the Arrowhead Attic Chiefs post-game show. It is a victory party. Get your Arrowhead logger if you're fortunate enough to have some on hand. Kansas City 27, Jaguars 20, and just, I mean, fellas, what else is there to say about Patrick Mahomes? I mean, the guy's just, it's just another another notch in his belt. It's another check in the column on his way to Canton, Ohio. Um, let's just start with him. Verderam, what's your, what's your, uh, your, your, your evaluation of uh, Patrick Mahomes. I think he might make it. He might be pretty good in this league. I, look, I, I tweeted out after the game. I didn't tweet much during the game because I was in a state of, of, of mental breakdown. That is the gutsiest win of the Patrick Mahomes era. I don't think it's close. Like, I know they beat the Browns in the same round a couple of years ago. He had to leave early. I mean, he got hurt. What was it? The end of the first quarter? Early, very early second quarter? I mean, he was hurt early in this game. And – I got to tell you, I mean, look, you could point to a few different things. There was a few plays in this game that they made that is that exemplifies why they are who they are. Like, he can't even move, and he throws a jump pass for a touchdown when they had to have it. You know, he he's standing on the sideline watching Jalen Watson make one of the most beautiful interceptions you'll ever see in one hand. Harrison Butker, for all the crap that has gone on with him this year, made every kick, including two from 50-plus, and – made the tackle of the night. If Jamal Agnew beats him, he's gone. There's nobody there. He's gone. It's a great tackle. Um, but, yes, this game – and, of course, Henny with a 98-yard drive down the field. But this game, I don't know what's going to happen in the future next week. I mean, I'm sure Mahomes will play. I'd be pretty shocked if he doesn't play. But, to me, no matter what happens, that was such a gutsy win – how many guys just don't even come back? Or they come back and they're in the tent. He went 22 or 30 for a buck 95 and two touchdowns. Yeah. Like he didn't just play. He played well. He played good. I mean, a couple of the balls he barely missed. It was raining. He's just he, – I hate the term, but it fits with him. He's one of one. I will say this. Him and Tiger Woods, the goat on one leg. Tiger won that U.S. Open on one leg. Patrick Mahomes just won a playoff game on one leg. Massive shout out to Travis Kelsey. We knew he was going to be the main X factor going up against a horrendous Jaguars defense against tight ends. But Chad Henney, let's give him some more credit, man. Anything is possible. 98 yards. They scored a touchdown on that drive. The tide was shifting. Mahomes goes out of the game. 
if they went three and out in that situation, Jacksonville gets the ball back with a ton of momentum, short field, but that did not happen. Chad Henney deserves a ton of credit. And by the way, Andy Reid, the first, the first play when Chad Henney came in, what was it? Not a run, a pass. Just putting in the back of the Jaguars' mind, they're not afraid to pass the rock with Chad Henney. That was huge. It really was an incredible performance, not just from Mahomes, but from a number of other players. And shout out to Derek Watson for the super chat. By the way, this is our Chiefs victory party. We don't know how many more of these we're going to have this year. Let's make it a good one. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button, like this post, share it. Let's get as many Chiefs fans in here as possible to celebrate. Because if you've been a Chiefs fan for any length of time before the Mahomes era, you know what a playoff win means any way you can get it. Um, you know, looking at this game, looking back, Mahomes had under, I believe, under 100 yards passing in the first half. I think he was at like 98 or, or something like that, or maybe just over. He finished with 195. Just absolutely incredible from, from Patrick Mahomes. As Verderam put it, just the guts that it took to even go out there, but then to make plays, to pick up a first down running the football uh, on that bad leg to be jumping to avoid tackles, to lead them on when they had to have it. They had to have a touchdown drive. He found a way. And, and, and Andy went to him. Andy was like, you're out there. I want you throwing the ball. And you saw, and, and Verter pointed it out, 22 of 30. There were, I can think of at least two or three passes in the second half that were severely impacted by Mahomes' ankle. So when you look at that line and knowing that, I mean, it's just bananas how good this guy is. I honestly think by, by the time his career is done, he'll be the greatest player ever played in the NFL. Like, I, I look, is he going to win seven titles? I mean, probably not. I wouldn't think so. Um, but, I mean, Bill Russell won more than Jordan. And I think you pretty much would say, like, Jordan's the best player of all time, right? I mean, it, there, he does things on the field that are just insane. And I think sometimes when you're that talented and you're that great, you kind of get seen as like a finesse guy. You saw the other side of that today. I mean, how often does he really show like a lot of like negative emotion? He was furious when they made him go in for X-rays. Yeah, furious. Comes back out, wouldn't even stay in the locker room during the during the time we wouldn't play him. Just stood there with his helmet on, like, "Hey, I'm ready, just in case." Henny has. I I will stand by this. I don't think I'm a prisoner of the moment. That is one of the greatest drives I've ever seen. When you factor in the moment, the situation, the weather. Henny hasn't thrown a ball that's mattered all year and comes in and goes 98 yards. I mean, that is – and two-third downs, like, just unbelievable. I know Pacheco had the big play in the drive, but unbelievable, man. Just, he, he, but for me, Mahomes, it's, it's just – look, when they had to have it, that son of a bitch drove him right down the field. Like, when they needed it in the moment, they needed to score, he took him right down the field. I will also say – when he came out after halftime, that was the Willis Reed moment. That was the, oh, my God, here comes Willis Reed out of the locker room. That was what it was like with Patrick Mahomes. If you are an NBA fan, NBA historian, you all remember that moment for the New York Knicks. Verderam, you of all people oh, yeah. should know. I, I feel like I was there. Uh, <laughs> I do. My, my father remembers it very well. Yes, I was uh, – I'm uh, there in spirit. But that's what it felt like. It, it got the entire crowd back and the entire team believed again. It was just an incredible performance. A couple of super chats I want to hit on very quickly. Shane Falco, this was a great one. Thank you for the uh, super chat. But yo, Trevor, you headed to Waffle House? 
I don't think Trevor Lawrence will be going to a Waffle House. By the way, that also ends his winning streak on Saturdays. Put a one in the L column for him. Uh, Rhett says, great gutsy win, but what's our malfunction with special teams in converting short yardages? Uh, Patrick, you want to take this one? Yeah, man. Look, I don't get it. Like, you know, I know it wasn't great conditions out there, but I'm pretty sure Butker could have kicked the ball through the end zone if that was what he was directed to do. The other kicker was doing it. The Chiefs weren't getting returns. It's just, and you know me, I'm not a big, I'm not a big like fire Dave Tobe guy, and I haven't been all season. But that kind of decision making in a game where you're going up against a team that you know they need they need breaks like that, right? Like they need a kick return for a touchdown or they need to get into good field position. So for me, if the if the direct and I don't know that it was, but if the directive was Harrison, kick it short because we want to force a return because we want to try to see if we can get them, you know, tackled at the twenty-two instead of the twenty-five, that's that's just bad coaching. That's not understanding the situation that you're in and who you're playing if you're uh, if you're Dave Tope. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Their special teams never fails to do some bullshit that almost costs them in, in an enormous spot. Like... Butker, look, let's let's establish you. Butker was tremendous today on field goals. Yep. He was three of seven all year, kicking from fifty plus, two and two in bad weather. Drilled them. I mean, drilled them. Would have been good from fifty five. Townsend's punts were awesome all game. I mean, just just excellent. They had good punt coverage. Um, I thought the two kickoff returns. I thought one of them was on the coverage team, and one of them was on Butker. The first one, it was a low line drive. I think I could be wrong. You have to ask him or Tobe. I think he was trying to drive the ball out of the end zone on a low line drive and he just hit it right at him. And if you look like you don't even see a chief until Agnew's at like the 20 smod yard line. It was just a bad kickoff. The second one was more, he hit it pretty high. He hit it to like the two yard line. They had time to get down there. They just blew a wedge. Now, Butker made a great play and he saved the touchdown. But, you know, they need to button that up. I will say this. They've been great on their coverage teams. That's the one thing they've been good on all year. Um, but Agnew's a really good return, man. And they, you know, they 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 really almost uh, let the cat out of the bag. By the way, I don't know if anybody saw this on NBC. I'm sure you probably did. Some of you did. Some of you didn't. Mahomes told uh, Melissa Stark after the game, x-rays negative. He's good to go. Um, he said that he was also told by the Chiefs, that he either was going to go to the locker room or they were not going to let him back in the game. So they gave him an ultimatum, and that's why he said he was pissed. But they won. And now his uh, his ankle is going to be covered like uh, the moon landing for the next week. And you know what? This happened a couple of years ago, and everybody went to Buffalo, and he had a bum foot, and he had a concussion, and he went out of his mind. So yeah. I don't know. You know, we'll see. I Yeah, I will say. I, I said this in the Discord with some of our members when he went back to the locker room, as frustrating as it was to see him go back and you knew he wanted to go back in the game, right call by the Chiefs. You've got to get that x-ray. When he's in that much pain, it was that bad. You see the replay of that. This is your franchise. And you want to win the Super Bowl this year, but you do not want to do some sort of permanent damage out there. If he's got a fracture in his ankle and put his health at risk. Chiefs did the right thing. 
They kept him out of the game. Chad Henney came in. Everybody else did their job. And that, I think, as we get past the Mahomes part of this, the rest of the team really stepped up, and it was multiple guys. Some guys, uh, one guy that you're not going to hear a lot of people talk about in this game after the 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 tirades is Isaiah. Uh, I'm sorry, Isaiah Pacheco too, but Jarek McKinnon. Not not no big stats in this game, you know, but he came in in that second half. And if you're wondering why Isaiah Pacheco didn't get a lot of carries in the second half after Howes and, and Mahomes was banged up, it was because. Andy Reid smartly was like, I need Jarek McKinnon in there protecting Patrick Mahomes. I mean, did you see that block he made? That's the best one yet from him. threw him out of the club in a a real way. Like, threw him right out of the club. Uh, The leading tackler in the NFL. We're not talking about a cornerback. It was the leading tackler in the NFL, and Jarek McKinnon said, too small. It was incredible. By the way, I'd like to add, uh, my father just shot me a text about the Willis Reid thing. Um, he says, love Willis. Willis hit two buckets and then walked away. Yeah. <laughs> Basically calling Willis Reed a fraud. Says, uh, <laughs> Lance, Mahomes, come on, pal. Mahomes is a, is a real champ for hanging in. No, he, he's saying, I love Willis, but it wasn't today the same thing. Um, you know what? I will, I, I will say two things quick. It's a little off beat, but I think it's worth mentioning at the top. One, I know we probably have a handful of Jaguars people listening, and at least there were earlier. You guys should be excited about your team. They acquitted themselves like a real playoff team. They didn't come in and lay down and get blown out. Like they, to their credit, they hung really tough. Were they the better team today? No. And Mahomes plays the whole game and he's healthy. It might be a little different, but you know what? Fair is fair, man. I thought Lawrence. Hey, you could also say if Kirk doesn't drop that deep ball, maybe it's a different game. You know, I mean, I thought Jacksonville really did play well, played their asses off ton of respect to them. I do expect them to be back. I think that's a really nice young core they have there. And I will say, I hear what you're saying, Patrick, with McKinnon, and I agree with it. I, However, I will say this. Can, are we ever going to use Isaiah Pacheco? The guy had 12 carries for 95 yards. You got a quarterback who looks like a Civil War amputee hobbling around back there. Like, yeah. give him the football. Like, they just – there was one sequence where it was like first and 10. I, I hope I'm getting this exactly right. Pacheco ran for like seven yards on first down. And then they immediately were like, pass, pass, pass. Like, oh my God. Like, why? What? Although I will say this in Andy's defense on the flip side, can they ever block on third and a foot? It's it's like they, they have the best offensive line on earth for 99% of the game. And then they get down this spot where you're like, they got the three best interior linemen in football. Like, just pound the forward. Can't do it. Can't get a foot. like So I get that. But I, I really, especially next week, man, if he's compromised, Pacheco's got to see the ball 20-plus times. That kid is really good. He's, yeah, he's really good. Really like, good. get him the ball. Because he's not just a hammer, but he's fast. Like, he's the kind of guy, if he breaks a tackle, he's gone, man. There's nobody catching that kid. Like, I'm not saying turn into the ground and pound like Rex Ryan Jets, Okay. But with Mahomes, the way he is, run the ball a little bit more here. It, it, it got bailed out, and the defense made two huge plays at the end, but I really want to see a little more of that. A couple of super chats I want to get to. Thank you, Terrell Phillips. Very, very kind. Really appreciate that. Ghostman231, uh, Jalen Watson, great pick, two-game winner picks. Also a great game of Bucker. Uh, saving to kick return touchdown. Yeah, Patrick, you mentioned that. Uh, he says – 
He hates Spag so much, but he is clutch. What did you guys think of Spagnuolo's game plan? Because I thought for the most part it was actually fine outside of the George Karloffis on Christian Kirk, but sometimes you have to tip your cap to Doug Peterson understanding, seeing it early, moving Christian Kirk to the backfield and taking taking advantage of what they see. What would you guys' overall takeaway of Steve Spagnolo? I'll, I'll, I'll be brief. I, I actually thought he did a pretty good job in this game. I really did. I, I mean, the Carl Loftus thing, I got to be fair, I think it's more of a credit to Peterson. They schemed it up in a way. Now, I, I my only criticism of that is if you're the Chiefs, it's the first half, call timeout. Like, somebody's got to be aware that, like, hey, we do not want this. Like, somebody like, either call timeout, audible, whatever you can do. That is the one criticism I'd have. But I thought overall – I, I thought his plan was good. They mixed up the blitz packages. They played some zone. They played some. I mean, of course, you got to see the, the all twenty-two film. But I was I was happy with it. And, and I thought in the second half of the game, they did a good job of getting pressure. They got home. They got some free rushers. But really, the only drive of the whole game I was upset about with them was the the one drive they were up twenty to ten. They kind of let them walk down the field after that naughty sack. That was the only drive. I was like, ah, you just you can't be that easy. Other than that, the only other touchdown they had was a touchdown where they got the ball like the 40-yard line of the Chiefs off that kick return. So I thought they did a very good job. I will say, um, I'm curious after, obviously, uh, Patrick, your thoughts on on what Sterling said. I was surprised. We talked a lot about Jacksonville and their aggressiveness and what we expected. Zero attempts on fourth down. Yeah, you know what? It was probably because they were in the game you know what? Once the Mahomes injury happened, that probably changed the calculus a lot for Doug Peterson. As for Steve Spagnolo, look, man. I mean, if I told you before the game that Trevor Lawrence was going to be twenty-four of thirty-nine for two seventeen, a touchdown, interception, I think you'd have signed up for that all day. Um, they gave up some big plays. They look. They've got a young secondary. They're playing three rookies back there. They're they're they are who they've been all season long, which is you know a little bit vulnerable in the secondary on occasion. And then sometimes they make some really good plays because these guys have talent and the pass rush was there for the Chiefs. So I, with 100% healthy Mahomes, I think this defense is what you need to potentially win a championship, which is opportunistic. They make some big plays. They come up in crunch time usually. I, I think they're good enough. I didn't think that all season, but I think they're opportunistic enough right now uh, and to win the Super Bowl if they continue to play well on offense and in a game where Patrick Mahomes was injured and didn't play a portion of the game, they scored 27 points. Now this wasn't the best defense in the NFL, but, and I also want to shout out really quickly the, the offensive line. I know that they gave up some pressures and obviously some hits on Mahomes early in the game, zero sacks, zero sacks. This is the second half of the game. Patrick Mahomes could not run away. And the Jaguars did not sack him. You just you have to tip your hat to, and, and you know the Jaguars are coming after him. The offensive line, big unsung hero in this game. Hey, who said that pregame? I said zero sacks for the O line. They did their job. Massive shout out to Jeff Gibbs. Extremely generous of you. Thank oh, yeah, you so thank much, you. Michael Trigg. Thank you as well. Uh, everyone in the chat, if you wouldn't mind throwing us a like, we're not above asking you guys to throw us a like. Come on. So we're having fun in here. That, we're having a good time. Thank you guys for joining us. We're having a great time doing it. Thank you guys for the super chats. You guys are very, very kind. Uh, question from D. Cali. The better team made plays when it counted. 
Jags missed opportunities to drive 13 hours to see a possible Bills matchup versus a one-legged Mahomes. Hashtag Canada. First off, that's great you're from Canada. Badass. We love our international listeners. Yeah, we got a lot of them. Love the Canadians. Toronto's a great city. Literally might be my favorite city in the world that I've ever visited. Canadians, Germans. We got Swedes. Big fans of the podcast. People in Brazil. We everywhere. I don't want to cut anybody. Australia. Yeah, yeah. Um, if we missed you, if we missed you, shout us, shout it out. I, I just thought it was such a gutsy win. Like, not to try to go full circle here. I mean, we're twenty minutes into the pod, but I just thought that's a that's the kind of game that like it's so easy when he gets hurt, air goes out of the building. You start looking around, right? You start kind of looking to your left, looking to your right, going like, all right, who's going to do this? Like, how are we going to do this? He's not just a guy. He's the guy. I mean, he is the best player in the world. And yeah. he goes down, you're like, now what? Like, he's our whole identity. He's everything. I thought the play – or the I should, excuse me, the sequence of that game was unequivocally that 98-yard drive. If they punt the ball from deep in their own territory, that, you know, the field flips, Jacksonville's got it maybe at midfield, maybe even closer, who knows. I remember when they got the ball there, just thinking to myself, look, man, just just pick up 20 yards. Like, pick up 20 yards, hopefully Townsend gets a bomb off, right? Maybe they flip it. And you play some defense, and worst-case scenario, you're going to half, you're down four, maybe comes back. That was one of the greatest drives I've ever seen that team put together. I mean, like when you really look at like all the circumstances that went into that, to walk out from your own two-yard line, they only had two third downs on a 98-yard drive with Chad Henney. I mean, it was unbelievable. And Pacheco, what a run. Like he's bottled up. He's got nowhere to go. Breaks out. The only thing that could have been better, when Tyson Campbell came up to hit him on the sideline, I thought for sure, like he's going to hit Tyson Campbell into next month. I was waiting. He's such a physical runner. Yeah. I was like, he is going to truck him about 10 yards. Give Tyson Campbell credit. He did get more yardage, but he did knock him out of bounds. That sequence, to me, energized the crowd so much. And they were able, okay, you give up the field goal for half, but it's 17-10. And it felt like, Jacksonville had missed a huge opportunity. Like that might have been the spot where they could have flipped it. And that was the same time period where Kirk dropped that ball down the field. It ends up being three on that drive, but it's not seven. Um, I thought if there was a sequence, who would have ever thought that the most important plays of the game were when Mahomes was out? But I, I think that's what it was. I really do. Yeah, and and, and it, look, listen, if you're watching out there on YouTube, do us a favor. If you think the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl, help us out. If you think the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl, hit the like button on this video. What a we, man. Wow, yeah, right. dude. You, you right. just... We are having a party just, here. Just All right. grovel shame, some more, pal. Yeah, that's right. That's right. No shame. Um, let's talk a little... Oh, first of all, also, I got to give a shout out to our sponsor, at Casey Beer Co. on Twitter, the Kansas City Beer Company. We are drinking... Well, I am drinking... Our own beer. This podcast has its own beer. It's Arrow Red Lager, brewed in collaboration with the Kansas City Beer Company, Casey Beer Co. Absolutely incredible brewery in Kansas City. Focuses on German style. Brews their beer according to the Bavarian purity laws of 1516. Everything's tremendous. We we poured the grain to make this beer. It was so awesome. If you're in the Kansas City area, you can get it in their beer hall. Please go get some. It's uh, pairs well with victory. And it's a great 
playoff beer. It's a red road beer. It's fantastic. Okay. So Sterling, talk to me about, and shout out to uh, a sloth style, um, our guy for the, uh, for the super chats, Kansas city. Come on folks, smash that like button. Indeed. And John F's wacky world. Uh, is Ios, is Isaiah Pacheco, the second coming of Walter Payton. Um, yeah, tonight. Yeah, sure. Sure, man. Absolutely. Listen, uh, Sterling, talk to me about Travis Kelsey, man. I mean, this is a game where he's your safety valve. Mahomes is hobbled, and the guy comes out here and catches 14 friggin' balls for 98 yards, just 98 yards on those 14 catches. All he did was move the chains and score the touchdowns, two touchdowns for Kelsey. How valuable is he to this Chiefs team? Uh, First off, I told you guys before the game, Kelsey, two touchdowns, lock it in. I hope you guys threw some money down on that. Just throwing that out there. Hope you guys got some free money from that. I'm not great at betting, but this was one bet I felt pretty confident in. He was the safety valve. He was the guy that you could count on to get open. We talked about it all pregame, all week long. Where did the Jaguars struggle? Not just in pass defense, but especially against the tight end. Chiefs have the number one tight end in football in Travis Kelsey. We knew it was going to be a lot of these underneath routes, a lot of six, seven, Eight-yard catches, and that's what happened in this game. Kelsey is just phenomenal finding the weak point in zone. He knows how to beat man defense with not the best athleticism in the NFL, but he's so shifty. You can't say enough. He He's just one, again, like Verderam said, you hate saying it, but he is one of one. There's a reason why he's the best tight end in football by a wide margin. By the way, same age as Gronkowski. Just throwing that out. This is not a spring chicken out there. Same right. age as Gronkowski, and he's still doing this. By the way, I really have nothing to add. I think you were spot on. Um, I, I really have nothing to even say. I mean, I think Kelsey's probably the greatest tight end to ever live. I mean, I, I, you know, Tony Gonzalez is a real argument. You know, his yardage is ridiculous. His pro, but in terms of like just dominating game, you're like, oh my god, like, there's nothing you can do. He is. Like, no one I, I can remember. Gronk is probably the closest, to be fair. Where Gronk would have gains. Gronk, Gronk's greatness was different. Maybe it was the same, but like, like in terms of, like, levels of greatness, but it was different. He was more of a domineering, huge, big-body presence, right? I mean, that that throw down the seam to him was impossible to defend. You got thoughts? It's, it's Shaq versus Michael Jordan. It's, yeah, it's, right. it's a different it, – yeah, it's like oh, – I'd almost even say it's like – Will Chamberlain versus Michael Jordan, where it's a – they dominate the game in a different way. Yeah. Right. One does it the, – the greatest of all time, but they do it in a different way, different styles. By the way, we haven't even mentioned his name. Frank Clark. Yeah. They should just tell him every game's a playoff game. He'd be a first ballot Hall of Fame. It's, it's unbelievable. Like, not just the sack that he had, but he was just everywhere the entire game. Like plays in the backfield, tackles for a loss. And by the way, I don't want to hear a word about Chris Jones. Chris Jones was awesome in that game. I don't want to hear one per. You didn't get a sack in that game. That's fine. But he was all over the place. Naughty, I thought, damn near killed Lawrence when he hit him. He took him right off his feet. But Frank Clark, another sack. I believe that sack ties him for third all time with. Reggie White in postseason sacks. I'm pretty sure the only people ahead of him now are Bruce Smith and and uh, William McGinnis, who I know for a fact leads at all time. It's incredible. I mean, it's when amazing. you look at how great Clark has been in these games, 
it's it's almost mind blowing. Like you think to yourself, okay, he's been good. You know what? He's in. And yes, he's okay. I'm sorry. He's tied for fourth all time. He did tie. He tied Reggie White. He is a half sack behind Terrell Suggs. He is two and a half behind Bruce Smith, and he's four behind McGinnis. That's it. Uh, Not a bad list. <laughs> By the way, um, I, I saw some of this on Twitter, and I've seen it now a couple times in the chat. I, I assume Jaguars fans complaining about the, the officiating in this game. I'm sorry, you're on drugs. Like, this was a, this was a pretty well-officiated game. There were only uh, eight penalties total, five on the Jaguars, three on the Chiefs. The Jaguars had a total of 10 more penalty yards than the Chiefs. The Chiefs got two first downs from penalties. The Jaguars got zero. Like, if you're if you're crying about the rest of the game, if you couldn't win a game in which the Chiefs had a one-legged Patrick Mahomes, you just weren't the better team. It, like, it's embarrassing. You guys are embarrassing yourself. By the way, got to be said, some, I'm going to annoy some people with this, but this was in my mentions. All day last Sunday with the Bills Dolphins game. I don't hear anybody bitching out the NFL is rigged, right? Because Chiefs won all week. Oh, the Bills are just setting it up for them. They're just setting it up for them. Well, you know, the Chiefs, the one penalty the Chiefs absolutely got away with, which was significant. Juju Smith Schuster absolutely blindside blocked that one guy. I mean, just killed him from the side. It, it wasn't Cisco, wasn't. Okay, right. I don't I don't see anybody in Chiefs Kingdom Burger. Oh, game's rigged, you know, you let him get away with it. Like, Games are not rigged in the NFL. There's no, there's no conspiracy. Like the NFL doesn't give a shit. Eight hundred billion people are going to watch the Super Bowl if we're in it. Nobody cares. They don't care who wins these games. Okay. Um, I, look, I didn't have any problem with officiating. There was, there was also. If, look, I thought the, the Smith Schuster one. It should have been called. There were also a couple times where I thought Jones got held once pretty egregiously on a bootleg. There was another time he got a hand to the face. He got his helmet halfway up his face. He didn't call it. Like. It's it's a, it's an NFL game. There's there's going to be times where you miss a call. I, I mean, they let I him play. They I let don't think officiating swayed the game. It was I even ha- I have in my notes refs actually did a solid job. We always yeah. rip on the refs when they have a horrendous performance. Sometimes when they have a nice performance, you want to give them a little bit of props. The refs oh, were yeah. solid. They let them play on both sides. I think the right tackle for the Jags was uh, at times at a few. Early moves, they didn't call it. And guess what? I didn't have a massive issue. I like letting the players be the deciding factor in a game, not the ref. Yeah, I, I didn't think the refs were fine. Too many egregious, horrible missed calls. By and large, they were letting them play. I thought they were letting both teams play. And uh, that's that's what I want in the playoffs, man. Like, and let, if it's if it's bad, you're you're clearly in the neutral zone or whatever. You're face masking a guy, but like you know, I I want to see I want to see the players decide the game. It was fine. Nothing about the officiating that game swayed the game. Look, honestly, if you want to talk about what swayed that game, again, was the time Mahomes was on the sideline. It was that Henny Henny went 98 yards. First of all, again, I think Jacksonville really quitted itself well. I think they're going to be back. They're a really good young team. They got a lot of young guys. Lawrence is a real deal. I will say Chiefs actually did a very nice job against Lawrence today. But, you know, I mean, overall, I think they're going to be back. Let's be honest. If you're Jacksonville, two things – well, excuse me, three things swung this game. Number one, you let Chad Henney go 98 yards. You let him go 98 – I don't want to hear it. You went 98 yards. And the only penalty that was called on that drive was a roughing the passer, which is clear as day. Drilled him after the play. 
That's getting called every time. So that's number one. Number two, your two turnovers at the end of the game. Agnew wasn't even touching, just fumbled the ball. Okay, that's number one. And Watson made a great play. Okay, that, that swings. The third thing is Kirk dropping that deep ball. I mean, look, that is a huge play. I get it. It was a touch out in front of him. He should have caught the ball. I think, I'm sure he would tell you he should have caught the football. So uh, let's look. Those, if I'm the Jags, that's how I feel getting on getting on the plane. Like, better chances. Better chances in that game. Holmes was hobbled. You know, got got the one deep ball dialed up. You know, had had, a, had an opportunity with Henny there, maybe to make some hay in second quarter. They didn't do it, and that's a team that I don't I don't think the moment was too big. It was just they're young, and sometimes when you're young, you know, you're not buttoned up with certain details. You make a mistake here or there. They did. Kansas City didn't make the big mistakes today. Jacksonville did, and it cost them the game. Let's hit a couple more Super Chats. Thank you guys again so much. Lord Swoldemore, hell of a name, by the way. Uh, Historic game. Anything is still possible. Mahomes got that dog in him. Kelsey MVP. Uh, You'll hear no no qualms from me on that comment right there. Uh, Daniel says, Saunders hit is what people are complaining about. I don't see it as roughing the passer. Patrick, did you think that was roughing the passer against Colin Saunders? No, no. And I'm I'm the biggest anti-roughing the passer guy, unless it's really late or super egregious. I Again, I think those calls are absolutely ridiculous. And by the way, the, the, the Jaguars benefited from – I mean, they didn't really benefit from it because they couldn't stop them. But, like, when the, when the Chiefs got that turnover and then they got the taunting penalty. Like, the, I hate those penalties too. And if, and if, it, would, if, if it had gone, you know, against the Jaguars, I would have felt the same way. I really think they should abolish those penalties and make them fines because I don't think hurt feelings should have an impact on a huge game. I got to say, I, I, like right now, I, I don't know who he roots for. I don't, I don't give a shit, really. Austin Kells, like, hey, you know, what about that, that Chiefs not getting – what about the Chiefs not getting called for offensive holding one time? What? He was being sarcastic. I was going to say, oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because, but, but by the way, like, to the point though, like let's let's. I'm not picking on Austin. I'm just reading. I like, my, my the point was going to be overarching, just to use that. Like, could you see that all the time? Right? You'll see on Twitter, like, well, here's a here's a play where his hands are on the, a frame. It's like, it's an NFL play. Like, you're if you sat there and slowed down every effing thing. I mean, so what? Like, that game was not swayed by the officials. Chad Henney played a quarter of the game and you lost. Give me a break. You're down 10 points with a minute to go and no timeouts. Like, it is what it is. Kansas City would deserve to win that game. They outplayed them. I'm not going to sit here and go and go back and forth with all these people. But like, oh, God, what are you going to do? Uh, you know, this call, that call. Oh, you know, I saw some earlier. The Chiefs got gifted the one seed. They had the most wins in the conference. Like, what, what do you want them to do? Like, what yeah. do you want? Go up to a press conference, go up to a lectern, go, guys, listen, we're really sorry we kicked everybody's ass all year long. We're really sorry about that. I mean, there's a world <laughs> Could have easily been the one team that had this game at home if they if they play Buffalo. The bottom line is I don't know what's going to happen next week. They, they're going to play a great team. They're either going to play him in Arrowhead or in Atlanta. Mahomes, who the hell knows how healthy he's going to be. But the bottom line was the Chiefs won. They deserve to win. Now we we have Mahomes gate for a week, and uh, you know you look forward to hopefully a game where he's able to play the way he can play, and then you go for it. I mean, but I, I thought, again, that game came down to the Jags missed some opportunities. 
Mahomes was gutsy as hell, and they had, a, they had a, almost a, maybe what will prove to be an iconic – if they win the Super Bowl, it will be an iconic drive by Henny where he just took him down the field. So it is what it is. How much do you think experience played a role in this game? Harrison Bucker had been off all season long, but I was I was talking to my girlfriend. I was laughing. We're sitting down, and I go, that first 50-yarder, I go, he's drilling it. He's been clutch so long. It feels like he's built for big moments. Frank Clark almost to the same uh, to the same extent. He's built for these big moments. Mahomes built for these big moments. Travis Kelsey, same thing. Andy Reid. Do you think experience played a big role in this game? No doubt. I mean, for the veterans, no doubt. The, there's guys on this team, uh, you know, not a ton, but there's guys on this team that were around when, you know, they they went into a sim. I mean, the, the parallels between this and the Browns game, the year they won the Super Bowl, you can't, you can't not think about it, right? With, you know, Henny coming in, what's going on with Mahomes. Um, and it, the other thing I think that, that just really helped them actually is they went down the stretch was the fact that they knew Mahomes was injured. I'm not saying they wouldn't have won the game. They might have won it by a lot more if he was, if he was healthy. But, you know, it's easy to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, well, Mahomes you know, was, was banged up and the Jaguars should have taken advantage of that. Man, those other dudes on the Chiefs, as great as Mahomes is, they're not a championship team just because of Mahomes. They've got some guys that can play. They've got a lot of talent. They have a talented roster. We've seen great quarterbacks on bad rosters, and it doesn't work out. They really tightened up. They had to really focus. There's, there's no, oh, Mahomes is going to bail us out. The offensive line was better in the second half than it was in the first. Think about that for a second. When the guy couldn't, when he couldn't help them, when he couldn't run away, when he couldn't do those things. So I think it absolutely makes a difference. And then it comes down to leadership, right? Patrick Mahomes going out there. How can you not be jacked up if you're one of his teammates when you see him out there running for a first down on one leg? I mean, it's incredible. By the way, the Giants Eagles about to kick off here on, on Fox. And I guess Jalen Hurts told Pam Oliver he's nowhere near 100%. That'll be interesting. Um, Andy in the press game, uh, the post game presser, excuse me, uh, says Mahomes tweaked his ankle. Uh, we're going to short leash the rest of the way, uh, but obviously finish the game. Uh, Legarius Need hurt his nose. So it sounds like he's going to be fine. Oh, that is uh, good but- news. Yeah. I, the way he was laying there, I was worried he had, had yeah, a head injury. I know, yeah. but no, he uh, he's apparently okay. So uh, they're going to come out of it. You know, I mean, with an enormous injury to watch. I, I've already said, I will say this. I've seen a few people like, well, you know, they better hope the Bills or the Bengals get banged up. Or they, hey, Listen, I watched this team two years ago when Mahomes needed foot surgery after the year and had a concussion and came back and just eviscerated the Bills for 60 straight minutes. If you want to count that dude out, be my guest. Not going to be me. Like, I, maybe he's compromised and can't play well next week. Maybe he comes out next week and throws for 400. Like, I'm not – and one thing to keep in mind, too, they will game plan with that ankle in mind. They couldn't do exactly. that today. They will do that if that's yeah. the case next week. Well, I think that answers John F's wacky world. Thank you for the super chat, my guy. Uh, do you think we could win next week if Mahomes has a high ankle sprain or a knee issue? I think yes. I, I think either way, the Chiefs will be fine. They've, they've proven it in this game. Every team is banged up. Obviously, anything to Mahomes is massive. No Von Miller, massive loss for the Bills, as we've seen. And then the Bengals' offensive line, missing three starters, including both tackles and their, their best guard. Uh, the Bills... And Bengals game, we'll see which injury is more impactful tomorrow. Uh, I want to ask you guys, 
We saw a little bit of Kadarius Tony out of the backfield. I said I wanted to see some of that pregame, and we did. Little Diet Debo. Do you think that's one, a good nickname? And two, how much do you like seeing Kadarius Tony take a couple of uh of backfield snaps? Uh I don't know. Diet Debo, I mean, I'm I'm a big alliteration guy, so I, I like yeah. that element of it. But he's so dynamic and so talented that I, I feel like it's sort of insulting to call him diet anything. You know, I, we don't know exactly what's going on. It's because he's skinny. Going. He's in he's shape, pal. Yeah, no, no, I understand, I understand, but that makes it sound like off-brand, right? Like, I, I, I want to see what... I'm not calling career. him Dr. Thunder. Yeah, Come you, on you, didn't, you didn't call him, like, great value brand, Depot. Uh, um, no, I love it. Uh, I think he's going to continue to be a big weapon. I, I'm Frankly, I'm surprised he wasn't used a little bit more. But again, when you when you look at the wide receivers and their production in this game, you have to look at it through the lens of the Mahomes injury. The calls that were made after that injury, both for Henny and Mahomes, were get the ball out as fast as possible, move the chains. Uh, you didn't want him back there taking you know too much time. So, I, you know, I think next week they're going to have a really good game plan based around what they find out about Mahomes' injury this week and how how mobile he is, how much pain he's in, and what he's able to do. And actually. I'm not saying a hobbled Mahomes is an advantage. What I am saying is that, just like Verderam was saying, in in this game, you come in with a game plan. You've got your play sheet there, all right? Like, you don't plan for something like this to happen. There's not really a whole lot you can do. Next week, you might see a lot more uh, Isaiah Pacheco. You might see, you know, you might see uh, more screens to Jarek McKinnon. You didn't see a lot of that stuff in this game. From your lips to God's ears. They, they actually do that. By the way, hurt apparently not too hurt. First throw of the game, fifty-five yards down the sideline. Playing um, possum? Is he playing possum? A little bit. Might might have been. He had to throw a lot of air under it. I'll say that. But he put it there. He got it to him. But um, Jalen ain't hurts. <laughs> shut up. Look, I I I think it's got to be said though. One thing we have. I, I tweeted this out earlier because it's just it's just ridiculous. So can you really stop and think about it? The Chiefs never hosted a conference championship game. Until Patrick Mahomes showed up. He started a, for five years with this team. They are now going to host the AFC Championship game five years in a row. Like, it's – whether or not they win next week, I you know, who knows? We don't know. We don't even know they're going to play. I mean, we don't know who's going to be healthy for the other team. There's, I mean, it's not the time to sit there and try to preview that game. We just don't know what it's going to be and what it's going to look like. This is an unbelievable run by this team. Like, it really is. They could lose by 38 points next week and, like, it – it should be acknowledged. This year was a year where a lot of people like literally didn't think they'd make the playoffs, which is ludicrous. Okay. But there were there were real questions about them. Not if they're gonna make the playoffs. That was always stupid. But like there were real questions about, hey, you know, are, are they gonna be as dynamic? Are they gonna be a team that, you know, can go up against the Buffaloes and the Cincinnati's? I know they lost those games. I get it. But like, can they can they go toe to toe? You know, nobody, including all of us, thought they'd be a one seed because we're all like, well, this division's going to be so hard. They're probably not going to get the bye. It's incredible. Like, they're one game away from the Super Bowl, and none of us are at all surprised about it. Like five, six years ago, you would have been like, can you believe this? Oh my god! It's like, yeah, they're, that's yeah. Of course they're they're back. Of course they are, and they're one game away from a, from a Super Bowl appearance. And you know, it just it is amazing what this team's done. And it's and it's to you guys, I forget if it was Sterling or Patrick who said it. It's not just Mahomes. He is obviously the leading character in the play. Okay. 
But it's so many, you know, it's the coaching staff, it's Kelsey, it's that offensive line, it's a defense that, as much as they drive you nuts at times, has a knack for coming up with a big play in a big spot. Like, they have been unbelievable over this stretch. And I don't think like, it has to be appreciated. It has to be appreciated. No matter what happens next week, what this team's doing right now is historic. I'll go back and check. I'm pretty confident saying this. No team's ever been in five conference title games in a row except for, for the uh, the Pats, who I think we're in like eight, eight or something. Ridiculous yeah. number. And I can tell you right now, nobody is the Giants has given up the easiest touchdown on earth. Nobody has ever, ever hosted five in a row. Nobody had hosted four in a row before they did it. It's unbelievable what this team's done. It's also why I think Andy Reid should have got some consideration for Coach of the Year, even though we all know he will not. Vegas had the Chiefs over under at 10 and a half. I know myself, I had the Chiefs winning 11 games going into this season based on all the new pieces, what was considered a retooling year. Yet here we are, Chiefs winning the AFC West before Christmas going to five straight AFC championship games, would be hosting five straight if the Bengals beat the Bills. This run is incredible. Shout out to Slothy Style gifting 10 subs, which again is for our Discord channel. Thank you. A huge, a lot of fun. Appreciate that. And Shane Falco, thought I wanted the Bills, but do we want Bengals to win now? Feels like home field plays a bigger role now with a slower Mahomes that will be limited on the extended improv plays. What do you guys think? I would rather see the Bills. Uh, and, and not because I don't think the Bills can win. Like, I don't want to de- – I think the Chiefs just at this point, the Bills have a lesser pass rush. Um, they, don't have the, they don't have the depth of weapon Cincinnati does. It's not that the Bills could win. They could win. They could blow them out. But I, I, I just think – I think the Chiefs, without Miller, they just match up well with them. They just they, they do a lot of things. Spagnolo's had some games where he's done well against Allen, some where he hasn't. Um, but I, I would ra- – now, look, if they play the Bengals, I'm not pissing down my leg about that game either. Like, they could certainly win. But I just – I think that the Bills, it's a matchup that just helps a little bit. Um you know, we'll see. We'll have to see how it plays out. By the way, I saw somebody earlier in the chat say this game means nothing if they don't win the Super Bowl. I mean, broad enough to tell you. Like, if your if your life's perspective is that these halcyon days of this team mean jack shit if they don't win a Super Bowl every year, you might as well quit watching sports, bro. Just give it up now. Yeah. I mean, that, that 13 <laughs> seconds game meant nothing to you because they didn't win the Super Bowl that year. Like, you know, I, I mean, it's like. I'm a Mizzou fan then. I, I, I would be dead. <laughs> oh my god! Like I mean, it means nothing to you if you. I, I I get you could say hey, you know at this point with the end, sure, sure. Um, but man, it means nothing. But good, good, good for you, man. It's, I I can't imagine going through life like that. I have enough odds. I can't imagine that. Brady and the Patriots went ten years without when it was like nine or ten years without winning a Super Bowl. Um, enjoy it. Just try to enjoy it. It is really friggin' hard. It's really hard. And the fact that, I mean, man, if you told me the Chiefs are going to play in five AFC AFC championship games in a row and win one Super Bowl and play in two, I'd I would have signed up for that all day and twice on Sunday. Dude, if 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 you told me five or six years ago they were going to play in five in my life, I'd have been like, that sounds great. Yeah, maybe we can <laughs> finally win one. I mean, one of them. 
Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I listen, this is an incredible run and you never know when it's going to end, but they have one more hill to climb. And if they climb it, they go back to the Super Bowl. They'll get a week off, which will be good for Mahomes. You know, get a couple weeks to rest that ankle. They got to get there, but they got they got to the AFC title game. Which, when Mahomes went out, I mean, I'm sure we're all sitting there like, uh, <laughs> so now this is going to play out. Well, they won, so now you go forward. For, from a game planning perspective, which I think is going to be a, obviously a big topic of conversation this week, is there a little bit of an advantage for the Chiefs in that, you know? maybe they do call some runs, uh, some more runs and some more screens and some things that they normally wouldn't have called that might throw their AFC championship game off balance a little bit. I don't know. Again, I'm not saying that like, oh, they're better with the hobbled Mahomes. That's not what I'm saying. No, I'm that, saying. Yeah, I, I no. no. But you remember, you remember the game against Buffalo, and I, I've been saying this as we've been heading yeah, into the playoffs. Shit out of them, like, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, of like Kelsey Hill touchdown, and that was the entire game. Like, but is there is it because of this injury, right? Is there a possibility that like Andy actually runs the ball, right? Like, and we see a you game. Just want, you want Andy to run the ball so bad, you're listen, coming with any listen. reason. If if it like it. Because of what they did against that in that game against the Bills in the AFC Championship game, when they ran all over them, and it was surprising, they they hardly ever do that. And if you know if they came out and Isaiah Pacheco got thirty carries today, and they like ran all over the Bengals, right? Dog Patrick could tear his oh, his UCL. Like, we're, we're, we're getting into a weird spot here now. No, bro, it's not better than yeah, like, yeah. He he would Andy Reid would throw it left handed more often yeah. than run the ball if that was like Chad Henney. Chad Henney was gutting it. They were like, all right, Chad, throw it away. Like he almost threw a pick. Should have thrown a pick. Like yeah. look, no, no. There's no advantage. It's an advantage to the team. The other teams you don't have to worry about them scrambling. Like it, no, it's absolutely not an advantage. I I think. No, that that I think we're going a little bit galaxy brain on it. If I'm being honest, I just think it's too far, right? Like, no, no, it's not an advantage. I, I, I now, how much of a detriment is it? It depends on, you know, how the game shakes out. You know, if he can just sit in the pocket, he's clean. I, I don't know that it's that big of a detriment. You know, I, I, it depends. But no, I mean, like, he's hurt. Like, that sucks. So, uh, no, I, I think you know you're gonna they have to work through it. But during the AC title game. And uh, you know, oh, by the way, uh, delay on the field in uh, Philly, uh, first down marker. The uh, the chain broke, so it's chaos. Uh, <laughs> they're gonna they, buzz they, out a cheesesteak. Just there's gonna, they're gonna go down, go to Dallasandro's, yep. get some cheesesteak, and just throw it out there. Start the game over. Yes, yes. But uh, hey, listen, you know what? The Chiefs from the Asia title game. They're gonna find out who they're playing tomorrow. And you go out and you play. And if it, if it is Cincinnati, you know what? Mahomes is beat up. Their entire offensive line's beat up. They're missing their top corner. If you play the Bills, they're missing Von Miller. You know, and and we'll see with Micah Hyde. Obviously, you know, unfortunately, Hamlin out. Like they're they're beat up too. Everybody this time of year has got something going. I get it's not Mahomes. I understand that, but as long as far as I'm concerned, as long as he's on the field, I'm good. I I don't care. They got a shot to beat anybody. Says uh, Black Hills, enjoy your Astrid win, bro. I will. Yeah. I will. I will enjoy it a lot. And I'll tell you what. I hope they win next week. You slap two of them on there. 
Well, you can put enough asterisks on there, make it the damn American flag for all I care. Just slap it right on there, bro. Give me all 50. I hey. like keep winning. Hey, victory beer tastes pretty good either way. It I don't does, mind, yeah. man. Throw some it's of okay. your tears in there. No team in the oh, NFL won more right games in. than the Kansas City Chiefs this year. Bring like, it all in. To even oh. suggest there's an asterisk is completely banana. Enough tears, fill the ocean, baby. Just keep it cut. Co- yep. Listen. You win, you lose in the NFL. That's it. Every playoff game is a game seven. And to advance in the playoffs is, is very difficult. I don't care who you're playing, where you're playing them. Every opponent's to be respected. The Chiefs had a game today that was very unorthodox. They won. You move on. And now you know what? By the time they kick, because they're the late game on Sunday, they will be one of three teams left. That's it. One of three. Yo, this might be my favorite trash talk of all time. I'm sure you will piss. Dog, I piss all the time. I am known for it in our group chat. I have a I have a piss emoji. Like, yes, I'm sure I will piss at some point. I'm sure you will too, pal. Yeah. It's time to it's time for some of our members, if you're out there, to throw up the old pee bottle emoji. <laughs> the insider. I appreciate it. Like, why isn't the game of the Chiefs play the Bengals? Why isn't it a neutral site game? Bro, the Chiefs finished the game and a half better than him. Yeah. Like, there's no world where the Bengals could have came in. Like I, I refuse to get into this with people who I, I think are really struggling to grasp the main concept of the sport. Um, what are we looking for other than other than Mahomes and his ankle? Because I mean, I think everybody and their mother understands that's the obvious. What is the thing we're most looking about, like looking toward next week? I know we don't know they're playing, so that, that there's a little bit of ambiguity there. A lot of ambiguity. Is there one thing that you're looking at that you're like, that needs to either be the same, be better, like you're worried it's going to get worse? Like, What is it? What's the one thing, other than Mahomes' ankle, that you're looking at? Butker. Butker and special teams. This was the best special teams performance we've seen in a while outside of kick coverage. That was a uh, unfun, unfun seeing Jamal Agnew just torch up the field on those kick returns. But Harrison Butker, he looks right. He looks right. I don't know if Tommy Townsend has been working with James Winchester and Harrison, but the entire operation looked smooth. Tommy Townsend, his punts were were fantastic. Got to give him a ton of credit there. Uh, Kadarius Toney didn't fumble. Nice to see any even gained. Five, six, seven yards a return. I think special teams in Harrison Butker – in games that are extremely close, a lot of times, where can you find that edge? That edge can come down to special teams. Give me Bucker, Dave Tobe, in the special team unit. I think for me, it's the pass rush. They did a pretty good job in this game. They got a couple sacks. That's going to be the difference for this team because the, you know they don't have a lockdown secondary that can just hold up forever. They got a lot of young guys back there. So they need to be able to create pressure, whether they're playing Burrow or whether they're playing Allen to create a little bit of chaos so that they can make those plays in the secondary that they made today. If they can do that, it gives them the best chance to win with a hobbled Mahomes, especially because they're not going to come out and like probably right. They're not going to hold the bills or the Bengals like 13 points or probably even 17. The chiefs probably need to score what 27, 30 to win 27 minimum. Would you say? Yeah, I am. I, I, I'm with you. I think it's going to be the pass rush. I thought it was 
okay today. I didn't think it was terrible. I thought it was okay. You know, they, there was one play that my brain leaked out of my ear when they should have sagged Trevor Lawrence on a third and 10 with two different games. It was Chris Jones. I believe it was also Frank Clark. I think I'd have to go back and look. It was definitely Jones. I wanted to cry. Like he just scrambled right out of it. And I'm like, God, God's just Joe Burrow again. Like just somebody tackle him. Uh, by the way, kudos to Trevor Lawrence. Had a couple of those at the end of the game, man. He took some shots. Like yeah, the Chiefs were low. And he, and he gave it right back. Kudos to him. Tough kid. His first loss on a Saturday, by the way. Some tragic shit. <laughs> Anywho, um, it's your pass rush. It's their pass rush. They need to win up front next week, whether it's the Bengals, who are obviously dealing with a lot of injuries up front, or, um, oh, dear God, Daniel Jones just sacked himself. It's- <laughs> <laughs> if there's any quarterback. And he literally just tripped over his own feet and just went face first right into the ground. Any uh, quarterback outside of Zach Wilson, you'd say sacked himself, Daniel Jones comes to mind. I mean, if he steps out of that, he's probably like walking to a first down. Start, it doesn't matter. The the Chiefs, I do think in this game, yes, they need to be able, whether they play the Bengals or the Bills, to win with four up front. If they can do that, they're going to have every shot in the world to win. Every shot in the world. My God, the Bills going or the, the uh, Giants going for it on fourth and eighth. Uh, if they actually go for this, oh, they are. Sorry, I know we're doing a Chiefs. No, spot. keep it posted. No, I want you to do some play by play. Come oh, on now. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I took a he took a brutal sack at the fifty. God, <laughs> he might call it an incomplete pass. Either way, not good, not good. The Eagles are probably going to be fourteen nothing. Um, listen, I thought overall the, the pass rush needs to be a little bit better. I, I thought the defense for the most part played pretty well. I'm I'm, I'm going to pull up the stats right now. Yards per play in this game, what they give up? They gave up five point eight. It's not bad. Like it's pretty good. Chiefs only had 5.4. Now, obviously, again, I mean, part of that is playing with Henny and Mahomes can barely move. But, I mean, uh, right. um, the one thing I will say needs to be better next week beyond even just the pass rush, holy hell, man, tackle somebody at the line of scrimmage. There were so many plays in that game where it's like – and Etienne's a damn good back, so give him some of the credit. But, like, you got him lined up and they're like hesitant. The guy slips out of it and it should be two yards. It ends up being six yards. That kind of stuff kills you in games like this. I thought they were good tackling in the secondary and on the edges, but in the middle of the box, I didn't think they tackled well. Did Bolton look hurt to you? I know he kind of got banged up early on, but he looked like he was a little moving gingerly or something at times. Maybe that was just my mind because he, he missed more tackles than we've normally seen from Nick Bolton, right? He's known to be very sure tackler. Do you think there was some sort of underlying injury early on in the game that played a factor here? I don't. I don't know. I mean, after the game, City wasn't hurt. He looked a little banged yeah. up at one point, but it, yeah. there was there was one play with him in particular. Like he should have just hit the hole, and he would have had the guy for like a two yard gain. And he just kind of stood there. Um, I'll tell you who played a good game though. I got to give him credit because I, I was on him like nobody's business early in the year. He's played very well down the stretch. Juan Thornhill played really well. Played yeah. really well. Had a couple of really nice breakups. Um, I will say, probably tell you, I like to have that pick. Kind of hit him in the hands. But, but I, I thought he played very well. I thought he played a good game, solid game. Um, also, Except for the Kirk ball that you dropped. He took a yeah, bad I angle. Yeah, I don't know what the yeah. hell that was about. I, the one thing that continues to baffle me that I've just accepted is going to happen, in the second quarter, and it's almost always the second quarter, the Chiefs have this fascination with Darius Harris. Like, they just randomly put him out there, and they're like, all right, it's your, it's your 
Time to shine, Darius. And there's just three plays right at him. Just, like, my God, put Willie Gay on the fucking field. I don't care what down a distance is. I don't care what this is. Listen, Darius Harris is fine as a reserve. I'm not saying he doesn't belong in the team, but like, he is not a starting linebacker. You can put him in space and you can go after him. And, like, the Chiefs on that one drive, they gave up a touchdown early in the game. Oh, my God. They just kept putting him out. I'm going to get him off the field three plays in a row. They finally yanked him off the field. I don't know what the thought process is, but that is going to drive me to drink. It really is. No tackles for Willie Gay Jr. in this game. He had a good pass rush. Interesting. It's actually interesting if you look at some of the defensive stats of this one. We talked on the pregame about how important Legereus Sneed would be, and it's Nick Bolton, and then it's Legereus Sneed as your second leading tackle. Uh, tackler in this game. I will say I was a little concerned about the rush defense in this one. The Chiefs gave up a few big runs in this one um, that made me a little concerned. ETN had one for 19. Jamichael Hasty one for 23. Uh, and then Christian Kirk had one for 18. Chiefs gave up 144 yards rushing in this game on 19 carries. They've been generally pretty pretty good against the run this year. But I think you're kind of okay when you go up against a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence who can sling it, right? You've got to concede something. And it looks like the Chiefs were trying not to give up the big play. Yeah, I agree. I think there was a little bit of that. Also, like, again, for the love of all that is holy, can you please tackle someone? Like, there were a handful of plays in that game. We were like, should it be two yards, should it be three yards, breaks off like 15. Um, yeah. But no, I, you know, hey, listen, in the end, we can sit here and parcel this stuff. I mean, every game there's going to be good, there's going to be bad. I mean, that's it's the way it goes. Overall, their defense did a nice job. They did a nice job. Like at the end of that game, when they really had to have it, they got two big turnovers. But the Giants are just going to get baptized in this game. Oh my god! Um, which makes me laugh because you know there's like Kirk, like Kirk Cousins is sitting at home right now. Like, man, if we were in that game, we would have handled them. No, and- no, no. It's not at noon. It's not at noon. Doesn't matter. It could be at eleven o'clock in the morning. It makes no damn difference. Terrible. Um, but no, I think. Look, I, I mean, uh, let's just hand out the arrowheads at this point, right? I mean, I don't yeah. know what else to say. They did the job. I mean, what do you guys have? Um, I'll kick us off in this one. I mean, I'm just, I we we sometimes shy away from it just because he's him, but it's Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. They don't win this game without those two. As as much as other people stepped up around them, the toughness from Patrick Mahomes, the 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 steady hands of Travis Kelsey to catch those balls, bobbled a couple, reeled them in, got the first down, didn't run the wrong way, all of those types of things. I, I, those guys get my arrowheads. Just absolutely incredible. We're we're uh, we're having a very different podcast without them. Uh, Slothy gifting it 20 more members, dude. Grab those memberships, y'all. The the Travis Kelsey of our of our Discord channel. That's 30 new members thanks to Slothy. Um, Sterling, can I interrupt you really quickly because I, I don't want to forget. Uh, just real quick after after this show, our guy, our co host Adam Best is going to be live on the Arrowhead Addict TikTok. So check out the Arrowhead Act TikTok. Link is in the description. He's going to be doing a Q&A. He's going to go live, sort of the show after the show, the after show. Um, so make sure you check that out. Don't miss Adam for more Chiefs content and analysis. 
He's a super analytical guy. He's going to have all kinds of interesting stuff for you, so make sure you head over there. Sorry, Sterling, go ahead. I was going to give it to Harrison Butker, but I've already given him enough love. Drunk off Henny. Fantasy football name <laughs> turns into playoff football. Without Chad Henney, who knows what happens. Again, Jacksonville had the momentum. Mahomes went out. An amazing punt by the Jags punter. Was it Logan Cook? I believe is his name. Pins it on the one-yard line, two-yard line. And we're sitting here going, shit, what is going to happen? What happened was anything is possible. Chad Henney said, I'm not scared. I don't have stones. I have boulders. Get out of my way. We are scoring a touchdown. Get on my 73-year-old back. I am going to carry you. <laughs> he picked up that that first down they picked up. Wasn't that this that sprint option? Wasn't that the same uh, play that they picked it up against the Browns? There was. Yeah, yeah. there was. Reed, I tweeted that out in the moment. I, I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> Back yeah. to All right. For my arrowhead, I'm not even going to say anything. It's going to let it play out. This is weird. What? Shark. Frank Clark. The shark. That's it. He deserves the arrowhead. Like he was he was great. He had a sack. He had a big tackle for a loss on a, on one of Willie Game is. Like he, he deserves the arrowhead. He, he's he's gotten a lot of criticism in his career in Kansas City, and rightfully so. Um he's been unbelievable in these playoff games. And playoff again, today, again, like just dominant. Like the best player, in my opinion, on the defensive side of the ball today. The best. I mean, he was everywhere. So, for me, yeah, it's got to be Frank Clark. Uh, I mean, obviously, of course, I, I agree with yours as well. But, you know, Butker could have got, you know, Mahomes and and certainly uh, you know, Kelsey, 14 catches, a couple touchdowns. But uh, I thought Clark was just – I thought he was great. I thought he was great again. They needed him. He stepped up. I, I give him the old, I give him the old arrowhead. I think he deserved it. Okay, really quickly, Duval is the county, right in Jacksonville. Yeah, it is. Yeah. What if everyone in Kansas City was like Jackson, Jackson? Like what? What? <laughs> what, what we talked about this in the pregame. It's the lame. I get it, but, but I, I realize how lame it really is. It is lame. Like here we go, Jackson. Like what? That is the lamest chance. Is that even worse than Who Day? That might be worse than Who Day. Yeah, Who Day's the fact that two teams have chance and it's Who Day and Who Dat. Yeah, it's just the it, it's cringe for both of them. Uh, it's not it's not good, but I you know what the Duval thing's worse. I'm with Sterling on this one. The Duval yeah. thing is just. And, like, listen, I can't take you seriously as a fan base if you tarped off the upper deck for years and now, like, the most famous thing you do is you're like, hey, we have a pool. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah. Pool. Okay? Like, that, I, I can't I can't take you very seriously. Like, that's – listen, fans are – certain fans are certainly, like, dedicated and they're great fan, But, like, as a whole, as a fan base, it's just enough out of you. Like, yeah. it's not – Let's not be that guy who's like, oh, yeah, I'll tell you what, Jacksonville's fan base is on the right. No, it's not. It is properly rated. It is what it is. I've got one more arrowhead to give out, actually. Speaking of fans, 
And that's the crowd at Arrowhead. They were sensational. This was a game where, like, I'll tell you, man, I, I've watched a lot of sports. When I saw Patrick Mahomes get hurt, I was sick to my stomach. Like, yep. and those fans could have easily curled up in a ball and been like, ah, shit. And the energy could have got zapped out of that stadium if it was a different kind of fan base. The Arrowhead faithful on that drive, cheering on Henny. They were going nuts when they scored that touchdown. They kept the energy going. And if you don't think that the players feel that, because they're nervous too. They know that that's Patrick Mahomes who's hobbling around over there. Uh, Arrowhead to the Chiefs faithful at Arrowhead Stadium. Absolutely incredible. And just one last thing on that Mahomes injury. For as bad as that sucked, do you know how lucky we are that he didn't break his ankle on that play? Like when you watch the replay of that, a grown man – a grown man's backside falling on your ankle. Like, I mean, we're really lucky he didn't have serious knee injury uh, or a broken ankle. So, you know, as much as it sucked, the Chiefs are pretty lucky coming out of this one. Yeah. I mean, that, look, that could have either been a broken ankle, could have been a knee. He could have been out part of next year. Like, right. Yep. Hey, it is what it is. They won. We'll see how it plays out this week. Throw on to the AFC Championship game. Yeah. All right, everybody. We have got to go. Make sure you check out the after show on the Arrowhead Attic TikTok. The link is, is in the description. I got a shout out to all of our members. You guys have been absolutely incredible all year long. We get to extend this season at least another week, and hopefully the Chiefs will be back in the Super Bowl trying to get Mahomes his second. There's a lot of parallels I like in this season and their Super Bowl season. So we'll see if they get it done. Uh, and shout out to all of our members at Arrowhead Addict. You guys are incredible. That's the kind of people our members are. They're gifting memberships. Shout out to Brandon Smith, who just joined the Ring of Honor. Absolutely awesome. We'll see you in a Discord, man. Give me a shout. And there will be watching the Giants-Eagles game in the Discord with the members. You guys are awesome. Thanks for your support. Um, all right. We'll be back next week regular slate of shows from this crew. We may even jump on tomorrow once we know who the Chiefs are going to play. I'm not making any promises, but we might hop on and just uh, do a little quick mini preview. Um, all right. Uh, any parting words before we get out of here? Verterim, Sterling? Oh, well, uh, Daniel Jones is doing another pair of pick. So it's uh, <laughs> that game. I hope you bet the Eagles. They <sighs> are going to win by about 50 points. No, Listen, there's no, no, not really. I, they won. It was gutsy as hell. Um, they deserve to win. I mean, they they outplayed Jacksonville. They got the big plays and they needed it. They, now, let's face it. You know, it's a good thing they played Saturday. It gives Mahomes an extra day. Um, might need every second of it, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a big one. And they'll have a shot. They'll have a shot to win the game. We'll see what happens. Not one. Not two. Not three, not four, but five straight AFC championship appearances. Not only that, Mahomes is going to buck the trend since Kurt Warner, since before 2000, an MVP in a Super Bowl. Same season. It's going to happen. Buckle in, Chiefs Kingdom. Let's ride. Oh, God. Making me think of Russell Wilson at the end of this great day. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for your support. Make sure you hit that like button on the way out and then head over to the uh, Arrowhead Attic TikTok to check out Adam Best's show. For Matt Verter and for Sterling Holmes, for producer Richard, for Matt Connor over at arrowheadaddict.com where you can get all your game fallout. My name is Patrick Allen. We will see you next week. But then, uh, but, but of course, until then.
Go Chiefs. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.